0: You are listening to The Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about The Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media.
1: Welcome to Season 8, Episode 9 of The Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook.
0: He's still Brad Rothschild. What's going on?
1: I feel like you and I just had our own episode before this episode even started. Like, we were on the phone for like, I don't know, 20 minutes just pushing. <laughs> like, at some point, we should start this <laughs> podcast because we're talking about the same stuff that we're going to talk about on the podcast. I mean,
0: we should just, when we, when we connect, hit we should record. just start it.
1: Yeah. We should record. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know oh if that God. would work. Although, I have to say that.
0: The last reference to the money store in <laughs> Phil Rizzuto just brings me back to like being 10 years old and watching the Yankee games
1: and yes. WPIX.
0: Yes. So what
1: we were talking about before we hit the record button was the money store with Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> and we got there by talking about how our fathers would always separately, of course, say things like, what do you think? Money grows on trees? Because <laughs> I Stephen- had one of those
0: moments today. <laughs> I actually had Where that you- moment all week. So Stephen I mean, was
1: so Stephen was was reminded of the Money Store and the ads that Phil Rizzuto used to have. <laughs> Hi, I'm Phil Rizzuto for the Money Store, and, then, <laughs> and we're thinking like, what a unique concept! You're selling money. i Love that! Isn't that what banks do? I mean, isn't yeah. that just a bank? It's sort of like. This is like loan sharking on TV, and <laughs> Phil Rizzuto is shilling for it in the seventies. Like, all hey, right, with <laughs> all
0: the Yankee fans drinking their Schlitz watching the game,
1: drinking their schlitz and yuho because Yogi Berra was pitching yuho. Oh, my dad loved the yuho.
0: By the way, I love it. Yeah, have you watched the
1: Yogi Berra documentary? On I have Netflix? not.
0: I have not. The last documentary I saw was the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary.
1: Oh, right, we talked about we the talked about Schwarzenegger. That, but... So I should that, watch the Yogi Berra. Buster Yeah. yeah. The, the Yogi Bear one is really well done. Okay. Um obviously it's uh hagiography. Like right. his his granddaughter is like the I think she must be an executive producer on this and yeah. she's kind of the narrator who takes us along on the journey of yogi and it's great and you'll remember lots of things from when you were a kid and Okay. You'll remember lots of stories that you heard from even before when, when Yogi was a player and you know, it's great. It's like Yogi Berra. It's, it's all right. I'm going
0: to watch it this afternoon before I have to work. It's a nice,
1: it's a nice thing to sort of take your mind off of everything else in the world.
0: (laughs) Completely brutal. Of
1: course we have to, we cannot have a podcast anymore without (laughs) talking about like, Oh, things are really shitty because of the whole situation in Israel. Yes.
0: Extremely and continue to be shitty. Continue to be very, very shitty.
1: And you've had an interesting week with regards to that. Yeah. And, and I we did. Want to talk about that a little bit.
0: Not yeah, I mean, you know. um, I was part of a small group of people who saw the October 7th footage um, the, f- the footage
1: that the government of Israel is sort of walking around uh, right. the United States
0: yeah yeah um, in a very careful be, way, very very way. careful way, and you can after yeah. seeing it, you can understand why they're so careful about it on a number of levels. But what it is is it's a compilation of um, video that Hamas terrorists that themselves Hamas took. took. Yeah, took. They had GoPros. You could see in some of the video taken that they had GoPros on their helmets, like yeah. you know you see cam. skiers with GoPros on their helmets and stuff like that, yeah. or they had body cam. Um, phone, you know, so his phone footage, GoPro, this is an actual and body footage
1: that Hamas took as it was committing the atrocities right. on so, October seventh, and so the government the, of Israel has taken well, wait, there's this. there's more. There's more. Yeah.
0: There's also among the most haunting are is the CCTV. Um,
1: okay, from the, kibbutzim footage, from and the traffic and the, junctions
0: yeah. from kibbutzim. and right. then there's also victim video. You know, all these people were killed, and their right. their, their, their cell phones, phone's lying tr- there.
1: Yep, yep. Um, so, that's so just extreme... to set this up. Just to and set the, this
0: up from the yeah. the the cell phone victim video from the Noah. Um, it was called the NOAA uh, Music Festival. Is among the most Nova, the Nova, Nova right? Among yeah. the most frightening. Perfect. Yeah, because you get the 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 sense of sheer terror is is overwhelming. But I mean, I will I'll say this. It is, um, I mean, I've never been in combat. I've never been in a post combat situation. This is among the most horrific things I've, I've ever seen. Things that I'll never not see. I was war I was, they, there's, before viewing it and when I got the invitation, there were warnings and so on and so forth. But I was not, not at all prepared for how horrifying it was. Part of it being, how like personal the massacre was um and the 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 glee i mean you've read about it but it, but and it, you know i read a lot about it before but it doesn't capture how, how horrifying it is and i think i was telling you afterwards that um it was important for me professionally to see it i think um it gave me some new insight into what's happening in Israel as a result. And I think that what now is, is bothering me is that so many people who, who've never had experiences in combat, who've never had experiences with, you know, this kind of thing and, you know, mass terrorist attacks and so on and so forth, this is are, are talking about it in a way that seems detached from what it was actually like. So so what do you mean mean by that? It's so brutal, so personal. I mean, um, I'll just describe for you one horrifying, horrifying scene. Right. Um, Among many really horrifying scenes. But the, the beheading of an almost dead member of the kibbutz with a garden hoe and the, the the and and these guys standing around like celebrating like you know it was like do it yeah. you know whatever and this guy was so gleeful this was the first jew he was going to kill and he was beheading him with a garden hoe yeah i mean it was so, ju- and there was nothing there was this was this is about they said it was the ambassador was there. He gave about five minutes of remarks and then left.
1: The Israeli ambassador. He, the, the Israeli US.
0: ambassador. Yeah. yeah. Presented it. And then he left. Um, but and, embassy and staff. You, went, and,
1: you, and, and you had to check. So just to set this up, you had to check your phone at the check door. Check my phone. They're not allowing this to be streamed. They are controlling how this is shown. Right. They're walking yeah, around. I mean, it is so a representative from the government in the room when you're yes. watching
0: this. Yes, it Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, I mean, um, I, I, under- I understand why they're doing that. Um, why do you think first that of is? All, well, first of all, you know, this is, you see close-up shots of people brutally, brutally murdered. And it's, it's not just, you know, soldiers and teenagers. It's, it's elderly people. It's um, children little babies. That's not a, I mean, the fact that there are people out there saying this, this didn't happen. There's one absolutely extraordinary scene in which there's footage of this, these people waiting. They, they, they clearly are aware that there's an attack going on and they're waiting to like get into vans and drive away. And then the next footage is they're all dead. Yeah. Um,
1: so, so you just, just said something though about people who deny that this happened.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Now, you have seen this with your yeah. own eyes.
0: I can't people, unsee it, dude. I see it so many times a day now.
1: But people who don't want to believe it are not going to believe it, right. Even if it's shown to them, because right, they're going to say,
0: "Oh, this was manufactured," right? Or it's
1: Zionist propaganda. What's or, right? It's Zionist
0: propaganda. Yeah, yeah. I got that. I mean, um, one of my—I'm fr- not really on Twix very often, but one of my friends was tweeting. Um, they organization called the Foundation for Defensive Democracies did a thing on Turkey's connections to Hamas. Uh And a good friend of mine was involved in producing this. And it was like, number one, you know, uh, Erdogan believes that Hamas is a a liberation movement. And I quote tweeted and said, well, Erdogan really needs to see the October 7th footage. And then any number of people attacked me for that. Saying, saying that it was just Zionist propaganda and so on and so forth. I mean, so how can and, you but I think about people... all the, I think about all the like not these people were mostly people were I don't know whether they were in the Middle East, but at least they were tweeting under handles that led me to believe they were Middle Easterners. But then there's all these like white people and so on and so forth. I mean, the, the whole idea that that this didn't happen, it was a hoax, originates with a pro- professor of women's studies at Berkeley. Um and uh you know it's so monstrous so, how, so, so how monstrous do
1: reach, how do you reach people who don't want to be who don't want to believe
0: well I the mean truth? look, you know you don't like how, all those people who believe that you know the massacre of children at Newtown didn't happen, but I, I wonder mean, if this the people feels, i feel this feels like there's, much a van- bigger there's than that <laughs> no, this is much bigger than that, and I think that anybody i think a lot of people who are saying. Of course what happened in Newtown happened are some of those same people are saying, well, what happened in what the Israelis are saying happened didn't really happen. I think that there's, there's probably...
1: Yeah, so how can we say that, how can we reconcile the fact that a massive number of people are refusing to believe that this happened other than saying that this is anti-Semitism, pure and simple?
0: I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then
1: that, that well, leads me to my next question yeah. for you. And mm-hmm. we talked about this after you watched the film because... You know, you and I spoke uh, not immediately afterwards because you were in a bit of a you, know, you you needed some time to process this. But when we did speak, I asked you, and I'm going to ask you again. You know, as somebody who has spent your entire professional career uh, studying and analyzing the Middle East, how do you reconcile your uh, what you know and everything that you've been taught? and everything that you would like to believe what you saw.
0: Well, I mean, there, there are things that clearly people have been wrong about. Um, And, and I, I just, I think that the, the idea, well, first, I mean, this is not something that I have been wrong about the, the idea that there's some pathway to conciliation that, that, Israelis and Palestinians want to live together um, and that they could is to me an absurdity. Just an absurdity. I also think that there's been a lot of willful um, disregard for the kind of blood curdling rhetoric from Islamist movements like Hamas. Like You always hear people say, well, the the 27 in 2017 they revised their the charter, charter
1: right
0: well I, as i said to someone they were clearly operating on october 7th under the original charter that's number 1 number 2 it's very interesting the original charter from the late 1980s is in is uses the arabic term for charter in fact. But the 2017 revised only calls guidelines and principles, uh-huh. and I asked, "Does this mean this?" I said, "Mythaxi is is charter seems more important than guidelines and principles." And, and I don't have the kind of cultural insight right. or linguistic in it to understand what, and I was told read them along next to each other. So basically saying that this is not a replacement. And, 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 20, and, and wait a second. Let me just point out also, in 2017, quote unquote, revision is raw. It's not what people think it is. It's not like, oh, yeah, we accept the legitimacy of right. Israel. It's like, you know, we could have a long-term ceasefire if society, if there's a societal consensus for it. And they Seems- took out – They took all the Quranic verses that they used to claim, you know, to claim legitimacy for murdering Jews. Seems Uh, tactical rather than strategic. It's clearly, and but people want people, including my colleagues of mine in academia, but in particular traditional academia, where we've seen some of the most outrageous behavior. Yeah, I don't want to call it any because it's 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 just behavior. It's outrageous behavior. They themselves have wanted, either are filled with. I don't know what's in their hearts, but are, are unable to actually fulfill their professional responsibilities on this topic um, and prefer to be activists verging on the anti, verging on, you know, kind of left, lefty anti-Semitism and apologia for unbelievable acts of violence. I mean, this is, I, you know, there's a number of people who I know who I previously have been affiliated with who have Posted some pretty horrific things about October seventh. I sort of want to take them and strong arm them, on them and sit them down in front of this. This was ninety minutes, and this was just clips of it. And what the ambassador said was, he said, "This is not. You're not seeing the worst." I I, yeah. I can't imagine.
1: Oh, I can.
0: I, I <laughs> and it, uh, the images that I saw were so horrifying. I can't imagine yeah. what they've not showing us, and. I'm assuming that we didn't see any of the sexual violence. I think um, that's
1: that's a big part of it. I think there's probably more uh, violence against children. That yeah, we no, we. Did, show. I, so
0: I didn't, I did not see children being murdered, but I saw yeah. murdered children. Yeah, right. Um,
1: but again, these, so I'll tell you the other sl- thing
0: that was incredibly haunting was that I told you we there was a lot of CCTV footage. Yeah. And the story about those two little boys and their father, and the father protects them from the grenade, right, right? And they're killed, and then you see their reaction. Yeah,
1: he's he's killed.
0: He's, he's killed. killed. Yeah, right. He's yeah. killed, and you see yeah. their reaction, yeah, and it's all played out on CCTV. It's. I told you, there are things that I will never, I, I can't. Yeah, which you know, is it's a good it's, thing I had a couple of glasses of.
1: <laughs> which but is even a, then, a
0: good... even then, I was startled awake this morning from a from a piece of the footage where, you know, a lot of the a lot of the soldiers on that border are young women, like Maddie's age, like yeah. Talia's age. Yeah. Um, and their jobs are spotters. They're unarmed and they spend nine hours a day in front of video monitors watching their sector, their surveillance. They and, and in fact it's come out in the media that they were warning of an coming attack for, for weeks before. Yeah. yeah. In any event there's, and they were ignored,
1: and they were ignored. They were ignored, by, ignored. by their and so their, yeah, senior they,
0: officers during the attack, they had retreated to an area of this base that they were on that they thought would be safe, and they're all huddled together. And like I said, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old girls, and these Hamas guys come upon them, and then and and they're freaking out, um, and then you and you they were not murdered, but you see. Hamas has subsequently released video footage of them, and they're bloodied and beaten.
1: Yeah, um, and God only knows what else happened. God only I knows mean, what else
0: happened. They do not look well in the video. And, and,
1: and then, of course, the UN is not willing to uh, admit that there was violence. Right. UN women would against, not say that. Women, right? Yeah, yeah. Sexual, yeah. Violence sexual violence. Sexual violence. And then oh, the, we need to see evidence. And right, you know, whatever happened to believe all believe women?
0: women. Right. right, it's fu- it's horrifying. I mean, the UN, unless they're Jewish of course. I read, I I read a transcript of a podcast that I, um, colleagues have done. These guys from AEI, and
1: uh-huh. I I didn't
0: know who the I didn't know who the analyst they were talking to. It was a podcast, but I read the transcript, and he was an analyst of you know UN the UN and stuff, and it was. I'm reading it. I'm reading it, and it, you know, talking about real. Real shortcomings of the UN and and so on and so forth. I was like, that all sounds you know reasonable, like and terrible in this situation. It wasn't just about this situation; it was about the UN more generally speaking. And then I went and looked the guy up, and it was like it's from the Heritage Foundation. I was like, uh, whoa, like, why wow, yeah, Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, when you find so, yourself- and then, then there is problems also with the RCRC. They 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 have not. Yeah. They have not put any pressure to see hostages that- i they interviewed a parents the other night they're clearly americans who made Aliyah, right and their son was grievously wounded in the attack and i i said i bet that's the kid there's there's from the the film festival you see this young film man the the music Nova film. yeah, yeah music, the music yeah film yeah, whatever. yeah music I, I tell you this yeah. this whole thing is so yeah. deeply disturbing for me yeah um I, I, honestly, I said, I said to my my boss, I said it's the first time, and I think ever, I'm having a very hard time like finding words. Yeah. In any event, um, there's a this footage where his, this young man, his arm is completely blown off. They threw where these kids were hiding. They threw grenades at them, and anyway, it blew his arm off, and he's struggling. They're trying to throw them into the back of pickup trucks, and he's struggling, and they're abusing the shit out of him with, you know, his, his arm had just been, it's just, it's so, it's so, anyway, my point being that, you know, these people who are commenting, this awful woman, Karen Atia, in the Washington Post today, just never been to these, never, it's, it's, it, to me, it's sort of like, at this point, it's gratuitous, this discussion, the picking apart of everything. Look, right. the Israelis have killed so 15, many 000 civilians. 000. So this is Terrorism. terrible, terrible. But at the same time, I'm not saying that, that I, I think that this is, that it's right. That, but after seeing this footage, I have some insight into the Israeli response to this that I didn't have before I saw the footage. I'm, uh, not excuse, I mean, I'm not saying that the Israelis should respond by killing Palestinian children. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is based on the footage... I can understand why they think they need to do what they're doing. It's almost civilizational.
1: I mean, it, based, it, it's, based on what happened, it's not my uh, discussions with Israelis on the ground in the immediate aftermath of like, I'm talking about within two or three days. Yeah. There was zero sympathy for yeah. the, any Gazan who was going yeah. to die a, as a result of this, right. zero. Right. I mean, and, and and even though this stuff is just coming out now, even the day of, people knew not the extent, not the full extent, but they knew what crimes had been perpetrated.
0: They knew. I mean, the, you know, people have been criticized here for using words like savagery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand why people reacted badly when. I think it was the, they said the word animals, someone said animals, Uh but the savagery, which is what, you know, how the NFC senior director for the Middle East described it, how Admiral Kirby, the spokesperson described, it's accurate, man. It's a hundred percent accurate. And then some like, it's, again, it's so, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what to do because it's really in my head.
1: Yeah, and you and I talked about this, um, and you texted me about how you know you're thinking about who else should be watching this, like who, yeah. should, where should this be presented, how should this be presented, who should be looking at it. But I still don't believe that anybody who is unconvincible is going to be swayed. Well, that's by fine, this. but
0: like at least people who are like, like I said, there were there was there was some to my mind there was some. People who were there—it was a—it was a small group, yeah. But there were some people who were there who I didn't expect to be would be there, which yeah. I thought was a good, which I thought was a good thing. But I also think like since county councils and state houses and yeah. boards of education are getting pulled into this, that they should. So you think the
1: Oakland the Oakland City Council? Well, should watch I I, it?
0: I suspect that the folks from the Oakland City Council w- would not want to. Are those who are unreachable, or their right. constituents are unreachable? But I think it would do service. So the so you can separate out the people who are unreachable. Yeah, and then you yeah. can you know focus on the majority. Of no, people I, who I understand are, like yeah. people say, well, then we have to show you know like film of Palestinian children being mm-hmm. killed and and, and so yeah. on and so forth.
1: In aerial bomb I don't know this yep. was the
0: precipitating event.
1: Right. The one wouldn't have occurred without Like there the wouldn't op-
0: have been a, there there, <laughs> there wouldn't be a war had this not happened.
1: Yeah. But the answer to that from you know uh, would be well right. if there wasn't an occupation
0: right. then
1: there wouldn't have been that and I'll you, tell should you see is, what life is like on a regular basis yeah, this was, for but this, Gazans. and you see You know see there's what it's radio like Gazans in Israeli right. prisons.
0: There's there's radio intercepts and so on and so forth this was not about the occupation this was about murdering jewish people
1: so this was about
0: everybody everybody was considered a settler they were they were yes they were engaged in a massacre in sovereign israel and they kept referring to them in the arabic word as as settlers or jews and dogs and so like when people say well there's a difference between you know they're they're you know they're anti-zionist they're not anti-jew I don't know they didn't say die zionist they said well, die they, jew they, dog they,
1: they said both right they didn't say
0: that, they didn't they didn't well, they, No, they just called them jews but I they think, just called them jews
1: no no i hear you i hear yeah. you i i think that um you know for many people of goodwill we think that this is about 1967
0: but right or really, 48. it's
1: not about 1967 at all. It's about 1948. So if you're if you're starting from the position of Israel has no right to exist, or Israel shouldn't exist, or we need to address 1948, it's not about the occupation of of the West Bank and uh, and Gaza. Then, how, what's there to discuss? Like, right. how can you discuss anything with people who feel that any Israeli is a legitimate target right. by any means necessary, Palestine shall be free from the river to the sea. Yeah. What is there to talk about? And what? Well, and, then, and then it goes to you know what you were saying earlier. So why should anybody be optimistic about the future? Or if you're not optimistic, what what is there? What does the future look like?
0: Right. You know, I read something. I read something the other day. The guy, someone who I respect and like. His work is saying, you know, Hamas is traveling the path that the PLO traveled and the, the 16 year path towards recognition of Israel. I found this to be fatuous in the extreme because of the, the ideological component, is in and the, 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 the PLO is engaged in a nationalist struggle. This is a national struggle wrapped in this Islamist, extremist. Um, Dare I
1: say clash of civilizations?
0: I mean, I don't, I, you know, it definitely, the violence was civilizational. I and mean, then the violence that's going on now is civilizational. The Israelis clearly believe that this is, this is a civilizational clash. Um, and but again, point- having seen the footage, that's, it's, I'm not defending it, but you can understand why they see it that way.
1: So so what does the future for Israel look like? That it it just builds higher walls and becomes more impenetrable?
0: I I keep saying this is an impossible situation, but I think the, I don't know, was the last 20 years just a sort of a chimera, like this, you know, where there was a certain kind of normalization and, economic expansion and so on and so forth, and that it's back to this kind of garrison state where there's, there's a storm on every border. And this is, this is a, a, a separate conversation that I was having with, with other analysts is that there are root causes for this. I mean, obviously, there's root causes for you know, um, the Palestinians needing justice and so on and so forth. But, but the, the fires around the region And what this is part and parcel of the address for this is is undoubtedly and clearly in Iran, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: no one has been able to or willing to deal with dealing willing to deal with that issue. And it it speaks to how wrongheaded much of American foreign policy over the last you know twenty years has been. Um, That if we just offer the Iranians a new relationship, everything will be better. That is not the case. They're not interested in a new relationship. I wrote that. not long after this conflict began,
1: so do you so think we're I, heading for some sort of conflict? Agenda? No,
0: because I think the I think broadly speaking, the foreign policy establishment has no stomach for for taking on Iran. So we're going to continue to do band-aid type things. Um, we'll engage in a couple of airstrikes on Iranian militias in Syria or Iraq. Uh, we'll help the Israelis, but then when it gets too too hard, because you know, Biden is concerned. Biden's political people are worried about his political prospects. Will yeah. you know? Will put pressure on the Israelis. Of course, it's it's mostly rhetorical. I mean, there, there's there's nothing substantive that is different. And the Israelis are going to carry out their 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 war the way they want to, regardless of what Tony Blinken US says. Is. I mean, have Gallant basically in the joint news conference told Tony Blinken to go stick it, because um, Blinken said you have weeks, and Gallant said it'll take us as long as we want.
1: So, so let me Still. ask you. Another question, you know, you're talking yeah. about this administration. What happens if, God forbid, there's a second Trump term? What does this conflict look like if there is not a cool-headed, experienced yeah. person at the helm in Washington?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, part of it, you know, Trump was so bellicose, but never really right. was he, willing to yeah, pull the trigger on a variety full of things. bluster, but lots I of bluster. I, I feel, but the, he's going like to he an ongoing conflict.
1: And also, there will be no more guardrails for
0: him. Yeah, I don't know, um, domestically don't
1: know. or globally. So, like, what does that look like when he starts to say we're gonna we're gonna not let any Muslims into this country, and when he is going to become more co- confrontational with Iran? All
0: the all the things that people worry about. I mean, that we see coming a hundred miles away are. Going to happen. There's a there's a startling piece by Robert Kagan in today's Washington Post. It's called the it's called, a, it's called Sunday opinion essay about uh-huh. how, how much closer we are to dictatorship than... right. I saw know, that actually. It, we I read it. Admit? Yeah, I saw, I mean, the, I I think saw think people, the
1: highlights and I almost wanted to hide it. I think the bed.
0: people. I think people are going to say, "Oh, Kagan's being too pessimistic." But He's I was not. like, "What's wrong with being too pessimistic?" Then it's sort of a call to action. Yeah, but. Americans are apathetic about this kind of thing, actually. So he you pointed out apathetic the in the same deserve? way that Hungarians have been apathetic. So, like, as long as it doesn't disturb their daily life.
1: So we're going to get the government we deserve, basically.
0: I mean, I hate to say it, but it seems like if Biden loses, which seems like a real prospect, yeah. I mean, America. if Americans aren't willing to, to, to fight, fight and struggle for their the own democracy... democracy yeah. Then we're going to get dictatorship.
1: A, this is what we're going
0: to get. I don't and think that that's really an exaggeration. I mean,
1: no, if I you think listen, so
0: you have to take seriously. One of the things that we've learned since 2015 is when Trump says something, he means it. Yeah. And, and well, that, certain things. And we, well, yes. But like when he <laughs> says about his political opponents oh, yeah. and things yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. what he's going to do politically. When, when I had that just odd experience where I sat next to his advisor, Jason Greenblatt, at an event. And I was like, hey, let me ask you a question. You know, these, the tweets, and the, he said, every word is carefully weighed.
1: Yeah. That's chilling. Chilling. Yeah. That's more chilling than the footage. Well, because it's,
0: it speaks to the fact that he's actually not unhinged. That he has a rational, like, you may not like it, but in terms of rationality, like getting from point A to point B, he knows exactly what he wants to do and how yeah. to do it.
1: And he's going to do it. If given the opportunity. And that's why we have to prevent him from having yep. that opportunity. Like exactly. that now we're hearing all these voices on the left who are saying, I'm never going to vote for Joe Biden and fuck Joe Biden. And right. they're both the same, the same shit we've heard countless times. And people who are saying that and people who are going to sit out the election are the well, ones and then, who are going to guarantee the, that Trump gets elected.
0: And then at the anecdotal level, a lot of american jews who are moving to the right oh who my God. are yeah. fearful of fearful of the left to the democratic party and while may, they may feel that joe biden himself has been quite supportive of israel you, you have the prospect of the democratic caucus in the senate bitterly debating conditioning military aid to israel and what you know many american jews see as an as an existential crisis for jews it, I, th- I think the democrats are going to bleed jewish voters a lot of people i've spoken to who n- won't vote for trump but they're certainly on the haley the nikki haley yeah. bus interesting um yeah stuff like that so yeah it's all bad it's all bad man
1: well you know it's funny because you and i talked before this about like oh do we want to talk about you know, your experience this week. We're like, yeah, but we're not going to devote the whole episode to it. We'll just talk about it. But, like, no, I, this is, once it was you actually start, you, can, you can't stop. Like, well, and also, you know.
0: this is very help, helpful to talk to you about it because you understand it. And it's, it's important it's been, for people
1: to hear this. I think everybody right. who's been a really, podcast, I, I saw this
0: on Thursday. I was, I was a crazed animal on Thursday night. Like, we ordered dinner and my dinner came wrong. And I, like, attacked Lauren over it, like, screaming, like, and it's just, I think when you see what human beings are capable of doing to other human beings, it just unhinges yeah. you. Like It unmoored me. It continues to unmoor me.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you still only saw it a couple of days ago. And yeah. Again, this is part of the reason why I don't want to watch this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I told a couple of other friends that I had seen it, and they said that they were too afraid to. And I was yeah. like, if you don't have to. like I, Like I said, I felt like it was a professional responsibility to see it.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, intellectually I know what happened, and I don't need to visually see it. But eventually, right. I'm sure uh, I'm going uh, to see these parts of it.
0: But is there's, uh, yes, intellectually you do, and I think that I think that if this is not if 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 it's not your day job, I'll stick with it. that. Yeah, right. I think it it did offer me. I don't think it fundamentally alters anything that I've said, other than the fact that like I have a deeper understanding of the the trauma. Of Israelis and a, and a deeper understanding of why the military operation is unfolding the way it is and, and why they're willing to risk a long war. But those are things that I think, other than the more under, I, I, I didn't think the long war thing. I thought, you know, January or something like that. But now I, I, I think I can see, under, understand why that would be the case. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like I said, I, I told a couple of friends about it. Um, and yeah, unless they're doing this, there's no there's no, yeah, reason, no reason, to reason to see it.
1: it. Alright.
0: Alright. On that uh, extremely unhappy note. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. We'll be we'll be back next week. See ya. Alright.